When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. Boom, it's game night, so you know what that means. We had to have somebody down at the rink. It's the Vegas Golden Knights, Toronto Maple Leafs tonight. We got our guy Chris from Locked On VGK stopping by to give us some highlights. Chris, how's the rink? What's the temperature like? How's it like down there? It's cold. <laughs> it's, I mean, it's a little chilly in the rink right now. It's about a 68-degree day in Vegas, and we got a little chill in the rink. I hear the sound of a couple Zambonis getting the ice all ready for uh, warm-ups, and life is good. No, I can't complain about that, obviously, being down at the rink right now. Well, let's ask you. Obviously, Eichel's out. Stone is now out with a spleen. And then we have Marsha Show seeing the little triangle on his little thing, saying that he is a game-time decision. Do you think he goes tonight? Um, I don't know what's wrong with him. It doesn't give me that kind of details. But do you think Marsha Show's in this lineup? Sure as heck hope so. Um, Marsha So this is kind of a surprise right now. This is something that... Not a lot of us saw coming. Uh, he was in the morning skate today, which indicates he should be good to go. Is he going because of necessity is probably the bigger question. I mean, the Knights need him right now. They've had one line that's been driving the team, the Nick Wah, Marcheseau, and Ivan Barbashev line. Yep. And outside of those three, there's not been a lot of consistency. So now you're talking about possibly taking away the team's active leading score now that Eichel – and uh, Stone are out. That's a, a well good for Leaf fans, possibly, but we all know how the Leafs go. If it's a AHL laden lineup or a bunch of rookies or guys on slumps, the Zamboni Leafs driver. Go. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. The joke's going <laughs> on. If you got a slump or a problem, face the Maple Leaf, you'll fix it quick. Um, but last night, obviously, they pick up a victory against Arizona and kept their losing streak going. So maybe we flipped the script here a little bit. Um, talk about Stone, though. Obviously, huge loss for the Vegas Golden Knights. There's probably not a real set timetable on this either. Um, you know, we all laugh and say, oh, it's the shroud of mystery for an injury for a Vegas player. But a spleen injury is pretty serious. Yeah, I mean, there's ranges from I saw somewhere on Twitter, someone mentioned Jason Witten from the Dallas Cowboys went through something similar. He was gone two weeks. That would be nice. Probably not the reality for Mark Stone. Um, could be up to six, seven, eight weeks. He's officially week to week. Um, week to week in Vegas. I don't know if I've ever seen something week to week 
not be 45 days or longer. That's just my uh, general perspective. Um, I got a feeling, and again, this is a hunch, nothing more, nothing less, that Mark Stone has played his last regular season game this year. Yeah, I would say so too. And you know what? We'll also throw the caveat into they talked last year about his back, that it could be any time that he goes out and is on LTIR and could be on that LTIR for a while. So make all the jokes you want. The guy's legitimately hurt and probably playing with a broken down, crippled body and just trying to will himself, you know, to go for a playoff run. God forbid a guy does that. We've seen it with Carey Price and Shea Weber. Seen it last year with Stoner winning a cup, which is awesome. Um, Jack Eichel himself, obviously another player that really wants to be on the ice. What can you tell us about his injury and where he's at and you know how long that's going to be for him? Eichel is looking close. There is a chance for Bruce Cassidy, Coach Cassidy, that Eichel is going to travel on the five-game road trip, which includes a game in Toronto against the Maple Leafs next week. Uh, a game against the Sabres as well. And then Boston Bruins. It's a real tough road trip. But the general thought process is the Golden Knights might want to get Jack a couple of games prior to the following week's game. One thing about the Golden Knights in the Pacific Division, they trail the Vancouver Canucks by 10 points. The Golden Knights and Vancouver Canucks play each other three more times this season head-to-head. Yep. So that's you know could be 6 to 12 standing points, depending on how you view the the four-point game theory and stuff like that. And then you got that pesky Edmonton Oiler team who technically is in third place in the Pacific because they have less points than the Golden Knights, but they have a higher winning percentage. So if going back to the COVID shortened season, if the season ended today, the Oilers would actually be ahead of the Golden Knights and have home ice for the first round. All right. Well, here's the question then with the Vegas Golden Knights going forward. Obviously, you want to bank more points. You'll have some LTIR space if Mark Stone is done for the rest of the season. What is the ad this year? Last year, their target was Ivan Barbashev. They wanted Barbashev. That was their guy. They went and got him. They're very Tampa-esque. When they hone in on a guy, they go and get that guy. Whatever the price is, they pay it, and they bring that player in. What does this team need this season to replicate what so a couple names that are coming up right now. The biggest name is actually Riley Smith, the person they traded away to create the cap space yep. for Ivan Barbashev. Don't know how that would work out. Riley Smith, one of the original misfits, of course, in Vegas. He, I say this every chance I can to anyone I can. Riley Smith is a pillar of the community. He's still a pillar of the community. And he is what any Southern Nevada professional athlete, collegiate athlete, Little League baseball player and everything in between should strive to be. So he's a character guy, long story longer. Um, Riley Smith will always have a place in the top nine, I think, of any team in the NHL looking to make a Stanley Cup run, get that familiar face back. Why not? Three, I think there's still two more seasons at a $5 million AAV, so that would complicate things for after the season. But yeah. Chandler Stevenson and Jonathan Marchessault are right now unrestricted free agents with absolutely no discussion of a salary cap or a salary um a contract extension yeah, that's what i'm trying to say yeah. we've heard anthony Monta. we've heard kicking the well again with max patcheretti kicking the tires with patcheretti again i mean it's just crazy all the all the rumors and stuff but you mentioned how the golden knights hone in on a player kelly mccrimmon and his and his um scouts scouted barbershop it was like 43 times or just yeah, some really obscene number and 
you bet uh, your your bottom dollar or your bottom loony, however you're supposed to say it up there, that uh, McCrimmon is definitely uh, if Mark Stone's going to be gone. We, it's not a not a done deal. He's gone for the rest of the regular season, but if it's going to be that, you get, I will guarantee you anything you want that uh, the Golden Knights burn up that nine point five million cap space pretty quick. Oh yeah, well I can see them adding a forward, possibly a defenseman as well. Probably a D on an expiring deal, and there's lots of those going around. Imagine the guy the Leafs want, Chris Tanov, ends up in Vegas. It just seems to happen the way we want a Petrangelo, he ended up in Vegas. So we want a Barbashev, ended up in Vegas. So it's another tale for another day. Um, you know, well, we had Robin Leonard for 55 seconds before he ended up in Vegas. So, you know. He was good for a while in Vegas, and unfortunately that changed, but Leonard actually had a really good run for a while. He did. You, you never know if, what, if and what's. If he kept going, uh, where you guys would have been Stanley Cup wise. Obviously, everything fell into place the way to need to. Talking about that, us Leaf fans were starved for a long playoff run. You Vegas guys, you came in, you've gone to a Stanley Cup final, you've gone to conference finals, you're on runs. I know, I know. Trust <laughs> me. I, I'm keeping track, okay? I'm keeping a tally over here. Um, what is it like going on a Stanley Cup run with a team? Because obviously, I'm, well, I wasn't born the last time the Leafs did this. The farthest I've gotten is the conference finals in the early 2000s, and that was utter heartbreak. What is it like going all the way and getting the whole glory experience? Funny story. I was actually in Toronto during that conference final run on just a random, a random vacation, as crazy as that sounds. Um, so that was the 2001, 2002, something like that. It was, it was later than that? Yes, it was 02, yep. Yeah, so I was actually in Toronto, and that's one of my, one of my earliest – kind of goofy hockey memories was like watching all these cars driving around with Stanley Cups on them and painted in Leafs colors and stuff and I thought it was absolutely amazing. Toronto's a beautiful town. Only been there a couple times but I love being there every chance I get. Um, going back to the cup run. So the first time and I mean listen, I, I'm making jokes but I grew up a Blackhawks fan so I went through both sides of the Blackhawks when they were awful and Doug Gilmore is the captain with uh, friggin what a uh, Theo Flurry and all you know all these older players going there to die, so to speak. Yeah, uh, no disrespect. Just the reality of what the Blackhawks were doing for a while there. I actually moved to Vegas while the Golden Knights did their, or excuse me, while the Blackhawks won their three Stanley Cups. So I never got to enjoy it from a personal perspective. Um, fast forward, we've had gold, we've had season tickets in my family since the Golden Knights inception. Um, I was in the stands watching Alex Ovechkin carry the cup. Spectacular experience. Nothing sad about that moment at all. Got to go through the, the heartbreak of the Game 7 loss the year after that. And then obviously fast forward to last year. Just the biggest thing for me, honestly, is being able to experience it with my son. Uh, my son is a big hockey fan. He plays hockey. I coach, his, I coach his youth hockey team and everything. Getting that experience with my son next to me, watching you know the, the countdown and everything, just wrapping my arms around him. That's my takeaway right there, and it's an experience that I can't explain. I can't, I can't tell you what it feels like beyond it's. You'll never forget it, and you know I do wish a city like Toronto, Original Six, can definitely get back to where they need to be. It's good for it's good for hockey. A, a lot of amazing players, and you need an Austin Matthews, you need a Connor McDavid to lift the Stanley Cup. That's just good for the game, right? Yeah, don't, well, obviously, those big names doing that, obviously, not only helps the market, but marketability of the NHL, right? Your stars are doing big things. But um, to hear what you just said, obviously, 
you know, and before we got onto this, I was telling you, putting a little down, you know, yeah, obviously yeah. dad myself. So I got two little young girls who, uh, you know, are my absolute world. So to experience that kind of level with them would be amazing. Uh, especially my younger one who's taken uh, a like into hockey and will be starting in the fall. So oh, yeah. Be, yeah, it'll be fun, right? To, to experience that moment. It tugs on your heart. A little, ex- little expensive though when your kids play in the hockey, but I hear you. Oh yeah. Well, they, they're they're both in cheerleading right now, and I'll tell you, equally expensive with trips and going to Orlando and all that good stuff. It's, uh, it's nuts. But anyway, it will be good to experience that. But I want to get your thoughts here now. The Toronto Maple Leafs this season were a team that has done a lot of this, and lately it seems like they're kind of steadying out. And the Morgan Riley Ridley Greg incident really kind of galvanized <laughs> the squad for better or for worse for Riley. This team has rallied around him and won five and really took every single game that he was not there and turned it up to 10 on the defensive side. Now, the now, now he's back. You guys are screwed, though. Now you're going to lose because he's back. Well, they're going to ride him too hard again. That's the problem they had before. They relied too much on Riley. But what do you think of this team? And, you know, obviously I do believe they're going to add a penalty killer up front in their bottom six. I do believe the defenseman. Do you think this team can do some damage in the playoffs? I'm not saying a cup but absolutely maybe go a round or two deeper than they're used to. Varlamov, that's your starter, correct? Samsonov. Samsonov, pardon me. Samsonov. And Martin, and Martin, but Wall is injured, correct? So Martin Jones, I think, is going tonight, if I'm not mistaken? Martin Jones is going tonight, yeah. Joe Wall yeah. is basically the heir apparent. here. Right. So, so long story short, I mean, all that firepower, they got the forwards to do it to make a run. In the playoffs, though, it's tough to win games six to five and five to four. Um, Samsonov's, I think his goals against is eight eight two, eight eight nine, or something like that. It's, it's a very it's a low goals against. Now he's pulled it up a little eight, bit. Eight nine zero, okay. Yeah, but he's also thirteen and four or something like that. So that tells me the Leafs are are giving him a lot of run support, so to speak, a lot of goal supports. Yeah. Um, can he turn it off once the actual playoffs starts? I don't know. Golden Knights fare really well, really well, really good against Martin Jones, by the way. The Golden Knights have chased him out of so many games when he was with the Sharks. It's getting a little loud. I hope you can hear me still okay right now. I can hear you just fine, yeah. Okay. No. So, yeah, that's what I got. I mean, a lot of firepower. There's no reason they can't win a cup this year. There's not. Yeah, well, chasing Martin Jones. Don't say that too loud tonight. Obviously, they'll just want to keep this little streak going, hoping to keep their pace on the Tampa Bay Lightning and third in the Atlantic. Um, but tonight, we got the Golden Knights. Obviously, they're down players. You made the joke over text that we're, the Leafs should beat the AHL team, the AHL Golden Knights. But I want to know from you, you know, what can this Golden Knights team bring to the Leafs tonight? Because the defense is all still there. And if they can play as a unit and shut it down, We've seen what happened when a Zamboni driver was in the net and the team committed to the D. I'll bring it up. If you can commit to D properly, you can shut down a team. And they still have all their premier defensemen, minus, I believe, Howden's out. But what can this team bring against the East tonight? Yeah, no, their six defensemen are fully intact for the third game of the entire season, as crazy as that sounds. Um, outside of that, Aiden Hill has been struggling lost three home decisions. That's not good. Um, hopefully Aiden Hill, Aiden Hill is the confirmed starter tonight. Hopefully he can bounce back. And, you know, the fourth line is an AHL line. It's uh, going to be uh, Byron Fraze, Sheldon Rempel, and um, um, 
Morelli, Mason Morelli. That's a complete line from the Silver Knights, our AHL affiliates. And that's not even the top line from the AHL affiliates. So I'm not sure what, how that's going to bode. But um, it's the Golden Knights need, like you said, commit to the system, keep the game slow, eliminate the rush chances. If it becomes a track meet, the Leafs will win this game 6-2. If the Golden Knights can keep the pace a little bit slow, keep Toronto to the outside, limit those rush chances, Golden Knights got a shot if they can keep a tie going to the third. Well, listen, I'll put it this way. I think this game is going to be 2-2 overtime, and whatever happens beyond that is just I'm good. Magic. I'm good. I'll take it. I'll take it. Well, Chris, I want to thank you very much for you and Tony for taking the time to reach out to me and work this out to get this done at the rink. I want to have you guys back on, obviously, next week when we're doing the Toronto sure. trip. So we'll speak with you guys then as well. But enjoy the game tonight. Thanks for making Will some do. time with me. And uh, go Leafs go, eh? There you go. Let's have some fun. Should be a great game. Looking forward to it. I appreciate it. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that's Chris. Go follow him. Look at Locked On VGK. I'll put it in the notes. But this is Offside Hockey Talk with the Maple Leafs and Hockey. Come to time.